0: Welcome to the Mordcast, presented to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Stay tuned for a read for DraftKings' latest offer, Mid-Podcast. Before I get started, I'd like to talk to you about Blanchard Family Wines, located between 18th and 19th in Blake & in beautiful lower downtown Denver, Colorado, just a couple blocks away from Coors Field, right in the middle of the dairy block. Uh, fall is a great time to go down to the Dairy Block and just enjoy some socially distanced tables and enjoy some wine responsibly with a small group of friends, Uh, really. And Blanchard is the best place to do it. The Dairy Block is amazing. It's very pretty. It's very photographic. Um, I think you would really enjoy just kind of taking a trip down there, like I said, with like two or three friends that you know are safe and just enjoy some time out. Uh, Like I said, socially distanced. Tables are spread out outside. There's like a few seating tables inside. But right now is a great time to enjoy this, and it's great wine. I mean, like, as I've recommended over and over, the Cabernet, the 2017 Cabernet, is amazing. Uh, There's not many of those left. They're about to start making some more Cabernet, so um, that's my favorite varietal that I have had is the 2017. But they also have great Pinot, they have... Um, Riesling, with a partnership with a Western Slope uh, winery, vineyard, um, it's basically everything you need. Uh, once again, they are located between 18th and 19th and Blake and Wazi in beautiful lower downtown Denver, Colorado, just a couple blocks away from Coors Field, right in the middle of the dairy block. Go to bfwdenver.com to either order some wine or book your virtual wine tasting where they send some uh, varieties of wine to you, and you can do a virtual session with them. It's very amazing, and they book really fast. But do it. Go to Blanchard Family Wines. They are on Facebook and Instagram under Blanchard Family Wines. And you go in, or you talk to them. Tell them Jeff Morton from CSG Podcast sent you there. Also, I would like to tell you about my friend Andy Feinstein uh, at Exto Event Center. Uh, I've been talking about Exto for a couple months now. Uh, They could really use your help to get out the word that they have a venue available that is safe and socially distant. Please support our friends at Exto Event Center located in Denver's Vibrant Rhino Arts District. EXTO Event Center can host safe, socially distanced events for 25 to up to 175 persons outdoors and up to 100 persons indoors. If you are interested in hosting an event for a corporate gathering, fundraiser, client appreciation, birthday or anniversary party, or just a general morale-boosting happy hour, which we felt we all need at this point, EXTO would love the opportunity to be part of it. Please visit EXTOEvents.com for more information and book your private event today. What's up, everybody? Thank you all for joining me on the Latest Mortcast, part of the CSG Network. I'm, of course, your host, Jeff Morton. Um, so, we got some... I wasn't going to record a podcast today. I, I seriously wasn't on my schedule. Uh, this weekend, I have recorded a bunch of uh, Gen X movie shows uh, for Spooky Month, which are really good. Next one, and posting on Tuesday, is uh, on the movie Susperia. I believe you all will enjoy that greatly, uh, as much as I did. Uh, but if, uh, but I just, I just had to comment on the sheer stupidity of what's happening in the NFL right now. Um, you know, I had initially scheduled a, a you know, I kind of plan out. Believe it or not, you wouldn't know it listening to this fucking podcast, but I do actually kind of have an agenda of what I want to say, and I. <laughs> My, one of my big issues is sometimes current events happen and you have to comment on it, you know. And I my initially was going to talk, talk about, might have been talking about with Stan Kroenke, him needing to officially give the uh, reins of ownership of the Nuggets and Avs to uh, uh, Josh Kroenke and remove the trust. I, that's, I firmly believe that. But that's for another day because right now um, you have the absolute... Just sheer stupidity of what's happening in the NFL. Uh, and news broke uh, early, early, early this morning um, that the Patriots, New England Patriots, had another positive COVID test. So obviously that threw everything into chaos. Um, the the uh, NFL, due to the way they, they do things and how they are an absolute slave to corporate sponsors and money, rather than saying, you know what, let's just pause the schedule for a couple of weeks and just get our shit together. The absolute, complete arrogance of the way they have operated is, shunna- is absolutely stunning. Um, th- I said this before uh, on my radio program, uh, Nate Lundy and Jeff Morton on Mile High Sports Radio between 11 and noon on Mile High Sports, AM 1340. I, I have said before that the, the arrogant way they have handled this is going to come back to bite them. They didn't even have a testing protocol until two weeks before training camp, right? And now you've had outbreaks in New England. You've had a, a massive one with the Tennessee Titans, massive one. Um, and it, what is stunning to me is, hey, the, 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 let's deal with the Titans first. The Titans ended up practicing after they were told not to practice. Um, It's 100% there. Don't dispute this. Uh, The order for practice halting and facility shutdown came on the 29th, and on the 30th of September, they were out practicing at a high school. Um, That alone means that they needed to forfeit because it just increased the outbreak. But more than this, okay, more than team quote responsibility for whatever is going on right now, the 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 fact remains that the NFL has always behaved like this will not affect them, and to a large extent, the same thing has happened in college football. Anyone who watched the Georgia game uh, or Texas A and M, um, both in their home stadiums, and did wasn't horrified. At the absolute lack of social distancing and mask wearing in both areas, um, if you weren't horrified, then you need to have your pulse checked. Because what was happening there is the recipe for a super spreader event, much like happened at the White House. Okay? And that that is horrifying. Now, the NFL has been better with fans in the stands. Broncos only had 5,000 uh, when they played Tampa Bay. Um, great, you know. But it's not necessarily now about fans, all right? That's a different kettle of beans. What the NFL has really arrogantly not accounted for is the lack of real plan to deal with outbreaks on teams. The saga of the Tennessee Titans has gone on for two goddamn weeks. Two weeks. Whereas they should have nipped this in, a bu- in the bud immediately. And shut down the league. And once it became obvious that two teams were affected by this. They should have shut down the league for two to three weeks. For everyone to get their shit together. What you have seen and this is one of the more unfortunate things about this, is what you have seen is a the athlete-superhuman kind of approach to life. Uh, I have known enough athletes to know that it's not discriminate. Each athlete is really afflicted with superhuman disease. The whole... I can't be affected. Thing. Um, it is something that is not. Well, let's put it to you this way. It cuts across political spectrum. It cuts across gender. It cuts across age demographics. Okay, if you are an athlete, you do. You are grown up, and you're used to having this. I am immune to the follies of everyday life kind of thing, and you have to account for that. And one of the reasons the NBA handled this better is because they knew that they had to get everything absolutely 100% perfect for there not to be an outbreak inside the bubble. And that was one of the risks with doing a bubble, is that you have a concentrated area of people who could slip up and then bring it back, and then suddenly you have a big outbreak in a confined area. The NBA knew this and proceeded thusly and created a bubble atmosphere inside uh, Orlando. Problem being this. A bubble isn't something that is sustainable. The bubble is not something that... If you talk to anyone on the Nuggets, if you talk to anyone uh, on most NBA teams, they will tell you how difficult the bubble was, how, uh, you know... I'm not going to use the metaphor of "quote prison," but I will tell you that uh, the the mental isolation that happens from being in a closed atmosphere like this this could take a toll on you. And then and the Nuggets were in it for a hundred days, right? The other teams. You know, didn't obviously experience it, but that as much as what it was. And you could see why people want to avoid bubbles. Okay, they saw the mental toll that took. However, if you want to do things absolutely right, you have to do a bubble. Why the NFL didn't, and this is what I mean by the arrogance of them, why the NFL didn't proceed like maybe doing regional bubbles, uh, divisional bubbles, why they didn't go that direction, Rather than bubbling in one location, why they didn't do it, like kind of like what Major League Baseball is doing right now for the, their playoffs, uh, and actually what the NHL did for—I'm I'm outside again, by the way—that's why you hear sounds of the outside. Um, why the they didn't mimic this is really beyond me. So having the choice to proceed and become. As safe as you possibly could for the athletes that you're, you know, who are in your league, and most importantly for the personnel who are likely very much older than the athletes that they are coaching or administering, um, is is beyond me. And it, it just seemed to me like the NFL just didn't care. They didn't care because they weren't, because they are the NFL. We are the NFL. We are therefore immune. And the ripple effects of what they're having to do now because of these positive tests, is pretty striking. Um, Tennessee Titans, for whatever reason, weren't allowed to forfeit their game against Buffalo, Um, which would have been the logical conclusion. It would have given them a couple of weeks to recover. It would have given them a couple of weeks to get their shit together, first and foremost. Um, But on the flip side of that, now with what's happening with New England, they've given such deference to New England, which is another head-scratcher, by the way. They've given such preference to the way that New England has to proceed. They have completely rescheduled the Broncos. They've upended the Broncos' schedule, and the Broncos, believe it or not, one of the most conservative teams, uh, I would say, in an upper-management kind of political bent, uh, in the NFL, has actually done everything right. No one has tested positive, knock on wood. And they are the ones suffering because New England couldn't get their shit together. Tam Newton goes out to dinner, gets COVID. Starts going through the facility. And you know, you know that there's other people on that team who are probably testing positive, who probably will test positive. It's just the way this virus spreads. It doesn't. It's not like the flu, where it's just like, oh, two, three people have the flu. Um, the flu is going through. You know, it, it. Last year, the Broncos collectively had had the flu. I think it was in December. There was uh, it spread through the locker room, and everyone was quite ill. Um, it does that in closed spaces, uh, but the flu is much more. Uh, as far as transmission goes, it's less transmissible than the COVID. Um, so obviously you think, well, they keep getting these one-off te- positive test results. Usually that means that more than one person had got, has been exposed to it. So we wait and find out what happens if there's more positive tests in New England. Do they defer the schedule again? <clears throat> that is the Arrogance. Proceeding as if you are unaffected, even after you've been affected. There is zero reason for uh, the NFL to not pause the season for two to three weeks. There's no reason for it. Other than more, uh, other than money. the The almighty dollar. And look, I don't begrudge people for earning money. But even now, you would think that corporate sponsors would be like, I don't care if you take two to three weeks off. These TV the, the TV stations will bend over backwards for the NFL. That's how much money they make from them. None of what the, the, the NFL has done has made any sense whatsoever. And I will tell you what I think the, the leagues should do after this DraftKings ad break. Week 5 f- football is in the books. Well, as of today. Um, as of today, now it's time to review the tape and get ready for week six. Week four of footballs in the books. Now it's time to review the tape and get ready for week five. There's no better place to get in on all the action than DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. To add to the excitement of week five, DraftKings Sportsbook is bringing back another one of their can-missed offers. If you haven't tried DraftKings Sportsbook yet, head on over to the App Store now because you won't want to miss this. DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all new users a chance to receive a sign-up bonus of up to $1,000. On top of that, great sign-up offer. Uh, DraftKings offers great odds boosts every Sunday to help you make it rain. Um, and it's spelled R-E-I-G-N. So, ha ha ha, punny. Don't worry if football isn't for you. DraftKings is giving you, a basketball fans, a 200% profit boost on any basketball market. Once you sign up, that's going to be pretty big for tonight, Game 6. DraftKings is safe, reliable, and secure, making it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now, and use the promo code MHS when you sign up to get $1,000. That's code MHS to sign up to get a sign-up bonus of up to $1,000 for a limited time, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You must be 21 or older, Colorado only. Bonus comprised of first deposit bonus and first bet match. Each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires 25 times play through. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. At this point, I'm so disgusted with what the NFL has done and the, just the hackneyed, arrogant way they have proceeded here. If I was Commissioner Jeff Morton, I would get the NFL owners together and I would say, look... We got to pause this. We have got to pause this. We cannot. We cannot afford this. Um, the and and by that I mean. You can't afford more positive tests in a trickle. All it's going to do is end up, do it happening to one team. It'll happen to another team. I mean, the Patriots played the Kansas City Chiefs. The Patriots flew out the day of the game. Day of the game. What does that mean for the team? What does that mean for Kansas City? What does that mean for all that? I mean, it happened. No, you haven't heard of any positive tests from Kansas City. Good. Good. But what does it mean? Because it it's like, what if suddenly someone on the Chiefs uh, gets it, right? Because they allowed the Patriots to uh, half-ass things, right? It just, it, it makes no sense. The NFL, and if I was commissioner, I would say, we need to shut the league down for three weeks. We need to make sure everyone is 100% tip-top and healthy before we proceed again. And then I would go to uh, the commissioner's, the commissioners, so I would go to the, the owners and say, look, let's find a way that we can bubble up regionally for the last part of the season. We've got to do it. Why they don't proceed that way is beyond me. Um, the time to do it was before the season. And it was because of their un- arrogance and the fact that they didn't think they would be affected that they're in this position right now. And now is the time to reassess. You could even completely... Re- I mean, it's the NFL. It's the fucking NFL. Right? They can do whatever they want. There is no league that has this leeway. This league can do whatever it wants. So if it takes... Oh, sorry. Dog barking. The symbol of the NFL right now. So what the league needs to do is understand that the health comes first. And if it takes pausing the league, that's what they need to do. And if they don't pause the league, and if they don't even bother, then if this keeps happening over and over and over, they're going to be, it's going to be the ruin of the NFL. It will be. We've seen the way this has shaped up, in and just just think overall about the player's health first and foremost. The player's health first and foremost is what you need to be concerned about. On the other, on the flip side of that, on the flip side of the player's health, is the league health, and the league. This league will go as the players go. As much control as the owners have, the reality is you don't have the players, you don't have the league. and that's the way the nuggets need that nuggets that's the way the NFL needs to proceed. All right, that's my little rant for the day. Sorry about sorry about the dog. Sorry about the dog. Uh I will be talking to you soon. Bye bye.